Well, hello, everybody. It is October 30th, 2022, the day before Halloween. I'm Rich Poland. And this is Stacey Ham. And here we are with your usually weekly uh, Ticket to Rider podcast, uh, our podcast that we do to update everybody on all things golf, especially the international tournaments. Uh, we missed last week, Stacy. Yeah, we missed last week. We were both busy. I was out of town Monday and Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you had some parties, you know, I was Henry's busy. party. So, yeah, you were I was, busy. I was busy with baseball, too. So uh, I, I do have to remind you that uh, you owe me some fish tacos. Wahoo. I owe you some fish tacos. Congratulations to your Phillies for making the World Series of the San Diego Padres. We'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, Stacey, uh, are you uh, are you dressing up? Are you going out to a Halloween party yesterday? Dressing uh, down. Tomorrow, dressing tomorrow, down. Tomorrow. Sorry. Tomorrow. No, nothing tomorrow. Nothing tomorrow. I have dinner with a, one of my executive directors coming to town. She's really cool. going to have dinner with her. No, I'm going to dress down. There was a bunch of parties this weekend, but I declined. I just want to stay home and watch the World Series. And I think the World Series watched me sleep on the couch. That's what happened. I just fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, the Astros won. Okay, it's over. Well, Good. At some, I was happy for the Astros. At one point, I was supposed to be dressing up as Luigi, uh, in, as in Mario and Luigi, but I was, uh, I was supplanted. I was considered, uh, I was considered uh, persona non grata. And therefore, somebody yeah, else, Luigi, huh? somebody else is going to be <laughs> Luigi. So I think I'm going to be Luigi. I dressed up. I actually dressed up a uh, 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 Sam, uh, the uncle. The uncle is going to oh, be the uncle. The uncle yeah. is going to be Luigi. So there was a uh, holiday party here at the Indigo, where, where the apartment place where I lived the other day, and I went as the World Series. So I, oh, you, I, oh, you I did. Yeah. So I put on I put on a Phillies jersey, an Astros kind of pullover and I had Phillies and Astros hats both one going one direction and one one going to the front wow. and one going to the back so I was the world wow. series I don't think you have some baseball pants on I didn't have any baseball pants but I had That's some sweatpants cool. I put sweat I put uh sweatpants on but but uh I don't know if anybody got Did it. anyone guess no nobody got it but but I was only wow. there I was only there for 2 seconds Stacy I had I had, oh. I had I had a birthday party to go to after that I was just going cuz I knew the food would be good was the food good? Was were the girls cute? Uh no. No, okay. Has the quality of the women gone down uh, the indigo? Uh oh, it's gone up or no? Uh I haven't met any yet, but uh so you're the, you're a taken man. Uh, well the uh the 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 uh one that I that I that I uh respectfully call the hideous hose beast is still there. The one who, oh, who he's still there, huh? Uh, the one who can't stand my dog. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. the one who this this lady got very upset uh, by my dog, who's the sweetest dog in the world. Uh, you know, Osmo turned five the other day. Uh, wow! But anyway, and then and then you know she was kind of very rude and insulting to me, and I was you know to be honest, kind of rude and insulting back to her because I'm like you know if you don't like dogs, why are you living in an apartment in a building where everybody has a dog? I'm scared. I'm scared. That dog's scared. not gonna bother you. And she said to me, she said to me, if you didn't have a dog, I'd want to date you. And I was like, uh, oh, uh, ain't gotta have a dog. I love it. Oh. Well, I tell you, man, the year is coming to a close. But the good thing for us is we have a couple trips that's gonna make it even go any go faster. You know, we do. You and I, you and I are going to Houston 
in a couple of weeks. Maybe we'll do this uh, remotely. Uh, we're going to yeah, go watch the, the Washington Commanders play the Houston Texans and go see our good friend Alexa Volchev. Uh, yeah. I've got I've got to text her and see if she has a friend who wants to come with us because uh, your yeah, other she needs to have a friend. Your other, other friend is is going to Dubai. Got the guy paying her way paying her way to Dubai probably. Yeah, when 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 somebody says that they're not going to be there that weekend, they're going to be at a Formula One race in Dubai. Uh, I would I would yeah. guess it's a sugar daddy would be my guess. I would guess it's a sugar daddy. Yeah. She's, yeah, you you nailed it. But you know what? That that sounds good. So we'll have a good little fun. I think we're gonna stay at the Hilton downtown thought, or something. I thought somewhere. it's like the Zaza. I thought I thought you got no. Rid- we were gonna sit. I couldn't get a room at the Zaza. I got a room at the Hilton, like close to the where Alexa said one of the places okay. down there, Post or something, somewhere down in that area. So the Zaza was away from the away. There's two Zazas. One down, the one that I stayed in is really nice, but I think it's far from everything. Gotcha. And then there's one that was in a different area. So I got to say Hilton downtown. So I, I think it's close to, I should have let Alexa tell her where it is, but it's somewhere downtown. Cool. I was going to get us an Airbnb, like down right in the city, downtown, found a great Airbnb in the, Airbnb in the city. But the town is so spread out. And I was trying to get something close to the ballpark so we can walk or maybe take a quick Uber. But it's a very, I don't it's think the traffic going there won't be that. Yeah, it's I don't a, think the traffic going to that game won't be too busy, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. The Texans are one five and one, and the Commanders won today. Stacy, they're four and four. Uh, yeah, they won on a last minute. I, I, did you see the play? I got to tell I you, I saw the play. Yeah, it was a I, good play. Yeah. I got. I got to tell you, Terry McLaurin. I, I had a tweet, and I and I listed the people on Twitter who I love in my life, and, and you were one of them. And then <laughs> at the end, it. I put Terry McLaurin. Uh, yeah, he just he went up on a jump ball. Taylor Heineke, who had been terrible until the until the last five minutes of the game, throws up a jump ball on the run, and he just just grabs it away from Grab. Stefan Gilmore, who's a who's a great cornerback. Yeah, it was uh, amazing, right? It was an wow. amazing play by Terry McLaurin, and that's his home stadium. He's from Indianapolis. He played wow. there in the state championship. Uh, he played there when he was at Ohio State in the in the Big Ten championship. It was I couldn't believe wow. it. I, I, I guys had a lot of championships. Terrible. Washington was terrible. They were they were outplayed all game long and and uh, got lucky. Wow. But well, good thing they won. Good thing they won. I'm, I'll be happy to see them in Houston. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I don't know how good they're going to be, but we'll be there. It'll, it'll be, be fun. it'll be fun. Well, before we, before we get into the golf, uh, as I said, uh, it was been a baseball week, and you know, as as listeners know, we're in in addition to being big golf fans, we're we're sports fans in general. And I think you're a sports fan. I'm a sports nerd. You're a golf nerd. I'm a sports nerd. Yeah. Uh, yep. But uh, I got to say, Stacy, you know, uh, Stacy uh, is a Padres fan and, and uh, I grew up, I grew up a Phillies fan because my grandparents both lived in Philadelphia uh, and we had this little bet riding on, riding on the, uh, on the National League Championship Series, right? So the Padres, I thought, played very well and they, you know, really I, successful year. They took out the Dodgers. What, you know, that. What a that, good year. What a good year. And then the Phillies, who were the third wild card, only won 87 games on the year. They took wow. out. They took out the Cardinals, the Braves, and then the Padres, and uh, earned me some fish tacos, but got into the what World a, Series. What a team! I mean, what a they beat some really good teams, man. That's they a good some, baseball team. And then they come back in the in the first game of the World Series. They're down five nothing to Justin Verlander. Never give up. Come back, win that game, and then and then almost came back from another five nothing deficit yesterday. Yeah, but Verlander uh, was. 
cruising. He was striking the. I mean, that's a great story, Verlander, right? After being out with Tommy John surgery, what? Almost two years. He comes back. Two years. He's going to win a side. Going to win another side. Young this year, huh? I just, I, you what know. a stud. So, so, so in my lifetime, Stacy, uh, this is the third time in my lifetime that I've had a, a World Series that I am happy either way. So in 1983, it was my first year of college. The Orioles played the Phillies. The Phillies had just won the World Series in 1980. The Orioles had lost in 78. And then they were, had that dynasty in the, in the late 60s, early 70s. But that was Eddie Murray's and Cal Ripken's only World Series win. In fact, Cal Ripken's only appearance in the World Series. And, uh, you know, I, those were basically my two favorite teams. So I, had, I was happy either way. And then in 2019... Uh, I've come to be an Astros fan because, uh, you know, I lived for several years with our mutual friend, Lee Street from Houston, but I also play the Astros in my nerdy, you know, play out the baseball league games. And I'm a huge, been a huge fan of, of all the great Astros players over the years, you know, in recent times, Craig Biggio and Jeff Bagwell and, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the modern players, you know, I, I watched Jose Altuve. Uh, emerged from being a basically a five foot five, you know, afterthought of a prospect into a, an MVP. Uh, Bregman and Jordan Alvarez, and and so I'm I, I am a big Astros fan, but I was also happy that the Nationals won. I thought that was great for the city of DC in 2019. Yeah. That's my hometown, uh, and now this year it's the Phillies and 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 the Astros again. And uh, you know we were. We were, we were talking before the podcast, you know, kind of the sad thing about, tell, well, tell everybody really what the sad thing about this World Series is, Stacey. The sad thing about this World Series, Rich, you know, I, I think we talked about it earlier and I was texting my brother the other day. There are no black players on these teams. I just don't get it. I mean, you know, in the 60s and the 70s, especially the 60s, right, there are some really good uh, black baseball players. In the 70s, you know, Hank Aaron was the kind of the guy. But, you know, there are some real – in the 80s, there were some good players as well. The 60s, 70s, and the 80s, good black players. But I don't know what's happened lately, Rich. I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts on it? What's going on? I mean, so, is so it just not uh, – th Yeah, the I first, don't know. This is the first World Series, I think, since, you know, before Jackie Robinson. Uh, those days where there's not a single, uh, uh, you know, U.S.-based uh, black player uh, in, yeah. in, in the World Series. And uh, – it doesn't make sense to me, but I think I think there's issues with infrastructure. Uh, I think the infrastructure for baseball uh, is lacking in the inner cities. I mean, you know, uh, my kids started playing baseball when they were five and six, but it was a suburban thing. I don't I don't think those leagues exist necessarily in inner cities unless there's a concerted effort to make them exist yeah. in places where there are I major think, league baseball I, teams. But I don't think there's I don't think there's like Sandlot baseball in no, Portland, I Oregon. Think we're missing it. No, we're missing the whole thing. We're just missing a great opportunity for these kids to be involved in a great sport, you know, to grow the game in the inner city. I we're just missing. I, yeah. We're missing it. And, and, and hopefully things will get yeah. Well of course Stacy played minor league baseball. So, you know, it, it is a great game. And from a standpoint Absolutely. of, you know, if I'm a parent, if I'm a parent, what sport do I want my kid to play? Do I want them to play football? Uh Probably not. Do I want them to play basketball? Sure. Basketball is a great sport, but 95% of the population is uh, basically ineligible to be an NBA player, right? You, you know, if, yeah. you're, if you're not six foot three uh, with incredible athletic skills, you're not going to be 
a professional you're basketball player. It. I mean, you can play in, in, you know, if you're a good college basketball player, maybe you can play in Belgium, but, yeah. but you don't have to be, you know, Bo Jackson. You don't have to be LeBron James to be a baseball player. You can have other skills. Um, yep, I agree. I agree. The parents are missing it. I think the parents are, and you know, the knock on baseball, a lot of people say it's boring, you know, but there's a lot of strategy. The games are beautifully played games, a beautifully thought out game. You know, you have to, it's, it's strategy. So I like it. It's like chess, right? It's not checkers. It's kind of a chess match. And that's why I love baseball. And I think I wish more kids to get into it. You know, I think for black kids, I think they need to play, maybe get into like uh, first team, maybe more golf and get into more baseball things because it's a great sport. And maybe one day, if you're not going to be on the field, maybe you can be off the field and be, you know, in the front office and those types of jobs. And so there's a lot of opportunities, I think, for kids. I, I'd put tennis in there as well, Stacy. It's a great game. Tennis is great. And not yep. only, you know, I think a lot of athletes, you know, kind of, you know, if you play football, there are a lot of ex-football players who really, and basketball players who get out of shape. You know, tennis and golf are games for life. I mean, you told me your dad, how old's your dad? 74. 74. Your dad is fit as can be, and yeah. he's still a really good golfer. You said that he, he's an yeah. equivalent he golfer shoots to his you. sometimes. Shoots yeah, he's a good golfer. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and... I feel, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you're right, Rich. I, I think we just got to be open minded to parents. I think the parents want the kids. I mean, yesterday I was driving by on 82nd, and I forget what the high school is now. They just redid this high school on 82nd Avenue. And I looked at the field, there's not all these kids and these parents that the kids are playing football. And I just thought to myself, what if those parents, those parents are really committing like uh, child abuse? Like if your kid at a young age is getting his head on his brain all tossed around out there. I was like, man, this is, it, it, and even one of the guys from Johns Hopkins, Hopkins, he was like, uh, if you're one of the research, he goes, if you're letting your kids play a sport, football, he goes, you're kind of committing child abuse. And I think he might have a point. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, football has changed a lot over the years, and and I think I think for younger kids, really need to be playing flag football, and it's fun. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I mean, you know, when yeah. I watch when I watch Jackson Street, my friend Lee's son plays flag football, and it's a lot of fun. But you know, what what's the right age to start tackle? I mean, I think it's probably, you know, maybe eighth grade, ninth grade, and with those new helmets that you know that are ultimate protection. I think if that stuff doesn't happen, you know, I, you know, the game of football is already kind of, again, going away in the suburbs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's not I a mean, problem. Even in college, even, even in college, they don't let these guys hit each other in the practice. They've changed a lot of that too. Right. I right? think in, and in the pros. only so many days you can in the pros and all that stuff. Yeah. So and in the pros. well, yeah, not, wow. not a lot of, not a lot of uh, head injuries in golf. Maybe, maybe no. when Charles Barkley's, when Charles Barkley hits the ball, there's some head injuries. Head cases, not head injuries. There are a bunch of head cases. So uh, we missed a week. Um, so we have a couple tournaments to uh, to review. We have the CJ Cup, and then we have the right. Bermuda tournament. Uh, Stacy, I've got to tell you, I, th I think maybe when we get to our 30 minute point, I might try to try to give uh, our friend Bill Davinsky a call. And the reason okay. is Bill spends a lot of time in Bermuda uh, oh. on, on business. And, uh, you know, it's late there, but maybe, maybe he's around. Uh, and I wanted to get Bill's perspective on why this tournament is in Bermuda. Cause I can't think of a reason why there's a golf tournament in Bermuda. It attracts. Butterfield. Is it just a rich investment banker or something named I, after some guy? I, I, I've got to, I've got to think so because no one goes. 
no one goes to this tournament. I was looking at the field. I, I got to admit, I this was a football weekend for me. I didn't watch a second of this tournament because I'm like, I'm looking at the names in the tournament. I was a little bit intrigued because after two, after two rounds, Ben Crane, who's from yeah. here, was in the lead. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Ben Crane's like 47 and hasn't competed on the PGA Tour in like eight years. He gets a sponsor's exemption, I think, right? Well, I don't know if it's so much a sponsor's exemption. It's somebody's got to round out the field. I mean, you know, there were names in this field. Gary Koch is in this field. I mean, there are guys in this field who haven't been competitive on the PGA Tour in a decade. And, well, I think I was listening to Ben Crane. He got a sponsor's exemption. I think Aaron Badley got a sponsor's exemption. Yeah, that's why those guys got in the field, I think. But they had but to. At least because... Bad played well. Yeah, he did. Ben Crane yeah, didn't play well today. Yeah. Didn't play well today, but but uh, uh, again, you know, well, I, I the tournament the week before uh, the week before was the CJ Cup, which had a great oh, field, yeah. had a great field. Great. You know, won won by Rory, recaptures number one in the world, fantastic. What uh, a great field, right? What a great tournament. But it really makes the PGA Tour look weak, especially when the Live Tour is playing on the same, uh, you know, on the same week with their big, you know, finale, and there's nobody. Not one guy uh, in the top, you know, 50 in the world playing in that tournament. I guess it's good that Seamus Power won. He's just about the best player in the field. You know, was there, yeah. any, was there anybody else in that field? You know, who, uh, who, I mean, my rookie of the year candidate, Thomas Dietrich, played well. He came Thomas, in second place. Thomas Dietrich he played well. Thomas yeah. Dietrich played well. And Patrick Rogers. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, Thomas Dietrich is, you know, he probably, you know, secured his card for next year and, and, uh, yeah, he's a Ricky on the PGA Tour, yeah. That's I mean. Right. And Patrick Rogers did play well. But Patrick Rogers keeps his card every year. But these are, you know, Patrick Rogers was supposed to be a star, but he's a journeyman. Uh, I don't even know Ben, uh, ben Griffin. I, where the hell did he come from? He was good. He was, he was very good happy until the end. Until the end. But he was very happy, uh, you know, because he probably went a long way towards securing his card for next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good. He was tied for third, right? Tied, tied for third. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Tied for third. Danny McCarthy and then uh, Aaron Babs were tied for four, six. You know, so. And then I, I did a thing of the notable players. The notable players were Nick Watney, Sean O'Hare, and Brian Gay. I mean, Rich, this field was awful. It's awful. Do they need to have a tournament there in Bermuda? So that's why, that's why I wanted to, uh, when, we get to our, when we get to our break, I want to call, I want to call uh, Bill. And see if he's it's nine nine thirty on the East Coast. I want to see if he's uh, awake, and if so, can talk to us about Bermuda, whether he's played the course before, uh, yeah. and and why that tournament might be there. Now he may be knowing Bill. He uh, he travels all over the world for business, so he may not be uh, he may not be uh, around. But I think I, I think I'm going to try to try to find him. But let's talk about let's let, well. Why don't we start with the Butterfield Bermuda Championship? We already talked about it a little bit. Uh, boy, there were a bunch of people there who, you know, who are, again, not really regulars on the PGA Tour, but won by our man Seamus Power. We've been watching Seamus Power as a Ryder Cup, uh, you know, potential Ryder Cup player for the last really, you know, year and a half. He won on the wraparound last year and wins on the wraparound again this year, second tour win, and he's played pretty consistently well. He shoots 70 to finish one shot ahead of Thomas Dietrich, the Belgian, uh, who goes 67, 68, 67 on the weekend to finish uh, solo second. Patrick Rogers, Kevin Yu, 
Ben Griffin uh, are tied third. Denny McCarthy, who actually is probably the highest, he's actually in yeah. Ryder Cup position as of today. Uh, Aaron Badley uh, finished tied sixth. Justin Lauer and Max McGreevy tied eighth. And Harrison Endicott, an Australian, I, I don't know that name, uh, had a good tournament. He shot 60. I think he's a rookie, right? I think he's a rookie too. He shot 62 on Thursday and 68 on Sunday to finish uh, in 10th place. But you're right. Listen, listen to some of these. Listen to some of these guys. Brian Gay, I think, is going to be on the seniors tour. Sean O'Hare, uh, Nick Watney. Uh, let's see. Jonathan Bird, Sung Yul No. I mean, these are guys who have not been on the tour for for you know, yeah, a long. I mean, time. how many sponsors of exemptions can you give out? I mean, they're not the top. They're not even the top 200 players in the world, are they? Uh, no, Arjan Atwal. Ben Crane, Camilla Vijegas, uh, Aaron Rye didn't play very well. This is a you know this would have been a good tournament for him to to perform. Um, that was windy. Um, Greg yeah. Chalmers, uh, a shitty field. Of it's it was a bad it was a bad field. Uh, it was a really bad field. I was looking at it. I was like, what is going on here? You know, Ricky but, Barnes, Ricky Barnes, and JJ Henry, and Robert Garrigus, and wow. Those are has been, right? Luke Donald. Played. I mean, they're, Luke, they're so Luke, bad. They're so bad. Liv wouldn't even take half those guys. Luke Donald is probably the biggest name in the field, and he hasn't been relevant as a player for for a decade. Oh. Um, the thing about only the reason he's relevant is because uh, Henry Stenson got out, decided not to be the captain doing Liv. Right. Tommy Ganey. Tommy Ganey was with his buddy Robert Garrigus in the field, and uh, John oh, and John Daly played. So, I wonder was he trying to buy a prostitute down there, Tommy Ganey? <laughs> I'll give you two chickens. <laughs> two chickens. Two chickens and, and, a, uh, and, a, and a goat. A, and a, yeah, uh, and a dinner at, uh, what's that place called it? The Waffle House. That downtown. Well, that's a, it's a, it's a big difference between that tournament and, uh, and the CJ Cup. And I, I think next week's tournament... You know, there's uh, oh Mayakoba. You should see the class of people in the Mayakoba. Oh yeah. my word! Mayakoba has a better has a better field. It always has a good field. Last remember, Victor Hovland won won last year over a good field. So I, uh, you know, maybe just I, I don't know. People, I just, mean, this is the field. I mean, next week's field is amazing. Okay, you have the winner of the PGA Championship five year exemption. Colin Marikawa is going to be the winner of the Players Championship five year exemption. Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Francisco Molinari, Billy Horschel, Justin Rose. Uh, Ryan Bream, Cameron Champ, Joel Damon, Jason Day, Tyler Duncan, Harris English, Tony Finau, Lucas Glover, Jim Herman, Gary Higo, Tom Hoagie, Victor Hovland, Matt Kuchar. I mean, and the list of Seamus Powers, JT Poston, and the list goes on. Oh, my God. Career money existence, Jason Duffner, Ryan Moore, and Warrior Sabatini. Matthew Schmid, Harry Higgs, Char Harry Higgs gets the sponsor exemption members not otherwise exempt. Harry Higgs and Charlie Hoffman. Wow. Wow, what a group of dads. Next, I mean, the list just keeps going on and on. Rich, Aaron Wise, Brian Harmon, Davis Riley, Dennis McCarthy, Maverick McNeely, all these guys are in next week. What a tournament the Mayakoba is going to be. Well, the CJ was a good tournament as well. And, and Rory McIlroy shoots 60, 66, 67, 67, 67 to win uh, for his second win in a row uh, and retakes, recaptures number one in the world with a one-shot 
victory over Kurt Kitayama, who's played very well since joining the PGA Tour, oh. off the European Tour. And two shots over KH Lee, uh, President's Cupper. Three shots over Tommy Fleetwood and John Rahm. And uh, when we go over Ryder Cup standings, that really helped Tommy Fleetwood. And then uh, sixth place, Aaron Wise. Seventh place, tied Billy Horschel, Sam Burns, Lee Hodges, and Brendan Todd. And it's nice to see uh, Jason Day, not a top 10, but tied 11th with Tom Kim. But, you know, this was a good field. Matt Fitzpatrick and Terrell Hatton are tied in thir for 13th. Mito Pereira uh, and Maverick McNeely tied 18th. Victor Hovland tied uh, 21st. Max Homa, 23rd. Corey Connors, 23rd. Shane Lowry, 23rd. Um, Colin Morikawa tied 29th. Uh, Ricky Fowler with his renaissance tied 34th with Hideki and Sunjay M. That's, just, that's a great field. Justin Thomas tied 40th, not really a good performance by him. Scotty Scheffler is tied 45th, and he you know, therefore falls out of uh, the number one spot in the world. Uh, Jordan Spieth didn't play very well, tied 52nd. Um, Christian Bezudenhoitz in the tournament. Kevin Kisner you know, is kind of at the bottom of the field. Oh. You think Aaron Rod's going to make the uh, Ryder Cup? I think, I think he's got a, a fighter's chance. He's not in position right now. But he's played well. He's going to be on the PGA Tour. He's, I, th I think he's going to get into most of the majors this year. It's really you Tom, can't, Thomas Dietrich. Thomas Dietrich should have have a shot at as well. Uh, you know, you really it's very important to get into the majors to at least have a chance to get points in the majors to make the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. The I mean, all these. It, you know, yeah, Dietrich and those guys, are, are they in the – Dietrich's going to be in the majors already or no? I he's think just, so. I think he had a high finish okay. on, the, on the European tour. I think he'll be in the majors. Okay. Wow, that's good. Yeah. I'd like to see – he's a good young player, huh? I'd like to see him on the team. Yeah, uh, and and uh, it's always good to see – I mean, the European team, you know, desperately needs, needs you know, uh, new blood on their team. Yeah, they, well, they, yeah, they're going to need some fresh blood because Americans are going to be really good. But at least I might have the number one player in the world on the team, you know, if he keeps playing like he's playing. Is he, he's playing, Rory's playing next week, right? I didn't see his name up. Is he playing, Mayakoba? Uh, I don't, I don't know if he's playing. Yeah, I didn't see it. Well, there was a, there was a live tournament this weekend. Uh, I, you, I, I, oh, I, saw, I, I rushed to the TV to watch it. Oh, God, I, saw, I, saw, I saw pictures of the parking lot of Doral and there was nobody there. Did Trump even show up for it? I didn't see him, but I'm guessing you know, uh, he was there, right? It looks like it looks like Cameron Smith won. Uh, uh, Again, over Jason Kokrak. Uh, and wow. Pat Perez finished third, but this was the team competition. Uh, oh, and and I think the four aces, the Dustin Johnson team with Patrick Reed, and uh, yeah, I think they won. Well, next week we'll we should dive into the live. I don't know if you saw the article. I meant to send it to you. They came out with how the league's going to be changing next year. Do you happen to read it? I'll send no, it to I you. They, I, it, we'll and talk, we can we'll, talk about it next week. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. But uh, uh, you know, I, there's going to be a time, Stacy. I mean, you know, if more players come to the live tour, that some of the name players are going to be out. Oh, did you see? Did you see the uh, the Bubba Watson interview? No. Oh my God! This, this is so funny. This is so funny. I got. I got to find this um, before we before we go to our little break. Hold on. One what did second. he do? He he uh, he got the name wrong of 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 the other person. 
Oh. Let me see if I can find this. Hopefully it wasn't a Saudi. His head will be on down and on top of that General Lee that he bought. He bought. Hold on. Uh, let's see if I can find it. He was. He was. He was. You know, because he can't play yet. He was working as a, as a, you know, on the broadcast. And oh yeah, he's on the. Yeah, he's on the. Uh, he's on the. He's on with the one gal. That's what, yeah. And and he got her name wrong. Oh, he got her name wrong. He got her name wrong. Oh. Her name is Sue Wan, and he called her Suzanne. And she's like, uh, my name is Sue Wan. Suzanne, Sue Wan. <laughs> he's lucky he didn't call her. I can't find. I can't find the clip. But he's lucky he didn't call her Susie. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here for a second, Stacy. I'm gonna see if I can find. Uh, Bill, if not, we'll talk to him another time about golf in Bermuda. All right. Well, I haven't I haven't found uh, Bill yet. He uh, for his job, he travels a lot all through uh, all through Europe. And so he may very well be the last time I talked to him, he was in Monaco, I think. So. Uh, oh, wow. So if, yeah. if he's in Monaco, it's, you know, it's two or three in the morning or something. So uh, he will. Yeah. My buddy Rogers in, uh, in Nepal. Oh, call in me Nepal. Today. Wow. Yeah, Roger's traveling through India, and he's in Nepal, then he's in India, going back to India. He's all over the place, yeah. So he's happy. Wow. I told him, bring me two Nepalese women back. One to cook my food and one to uh, make me drink. I was <laughs> joking with this guy. <laughs> I was joking with the way people. <laughs> oh, oh on. God. I, I, do have, I do have the Bubba Watson interview, so hang on one second oh, okay. here. Suzanne, what's today's doing? And Suzanne, over you. Yeah. So probably if you're if you're going to be a a, a a on the on the broadcast team, you ought to know the name of the names of the people you're working with. Yeah, I mean there are only two people that are uh, two women that are doing the telecast on the you know the one uh, black gal that's doing it. She's really pretty. She's a good golfer. You know, she I think she's half Japanese. She's half black, half Japanese. Pretty really pretty she goes i think she went to like yale or something she's a smart girl she's a good golfer and then suan yeah she, they're the only two suzanne what's the matter suzanne with hi suzanne, suzanne. You're lucky you didn't call i don't her. know what Juan. susie hey susie susie Q. Susie Q. well susie Q. i mean rich they're not there weren't very i mean you know this butterfield tournament and last week's tournament and next week's going to be good and then we're winding down the season right right i always call the golf dip uh, silly season. It used to be a real silly season before they had the the wraparound, right? Right. Yeah. But no, you know, there's some decent tournaments left. Uh, Stace, we talked about Mayakoba. That's going to have a good field. And then the, the yep. it used to be the Shell Houston Open. Now it's the Cadence Bank Houston Open, and that won't have a, you know a lot of the Texas players play there. Uh, they're not going to have these these. They're not going to be a lot of defending champions because Jason Kokrak isn't going to play there. And then the RSM McLadry. Uh, a lot of the Southern guys play that tournament and Taylor Gooch is the defending champion. He's not going to be there and that's it. Then there's, you know, there's Tigers hero world challenge, but then that's it until the tournament of champions. And, and really the, 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 the real new season starts. When is the race to Dubai coming to an end? Well, we've got to talk about the other tour. So why don't we, why don't we go to the DP world tour? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, did they play this week? I, I don't, I forgot to look. Oh, man. Um, the DP World Tour, they had the Portugal Masters. 
Oh, yeah. And, and that was uh, one at 30 under par. Oh, my God. Oh, by, God. by Jordan Smith. Uh, so Jordan Smith goes 62, 67, 62, 63. He's a European guy? No? Uh, Jordan Smith is, is British. He's British. He's British. Okay. And he beats Gavin Green uh, uh, by three stops. He's been playing well, by the way, because he played well the week before. Gavin Green is from Malaysia, I think. Uh, right. And then he, and then uh, uh, the re- tied third, but eight shots behind is the Finn uh, Puikinen. Uh, Eddie Pepperell, the uh, the Englishman, and then uh, Germans Hurley Long and Sebastian Heisley. Uh, seventh place is Just Luyten. Uh, eighth place, another Finn, uh, Miko Koronen with Antoine Rosner and Marcel Schneider and uh, David Drysdale uh, tied for eighth. In terms of guys wow. who who would who might be considered for a Ryder Cup team or prior prior Ryder Cup players, Eduardo Molinari is tied 15th. Robert McIntyre tied 18th. Uh, let's see. Lucas Beregard, the Dane, tied 34th. Matthew Wallace tied 43rd. Andy Sullivan, who uh, did not have a good lone Ryder Cup appearance, tied uh, 59th. And wow. uh, Victor Perez didn't make the cut. Thorbjorn Orlison, another former Ryder Cupper who did play well in his one Ryder Cup, didn't make the cut. Wow. I mean, they've really been over. Last week, week they were in Mallorca. They, this is the year, this is the time of the year when they're just in Spain, huh? I mean, because the weather in Europe gets so bad, huh? That's why. They go to Spain and then they head over to the Middle East, right? Uh, let's see what their schedule the is. The Rose Divide must be coming up. I mean, it should be. Maybe that's why Rory's not playing Mike, Mike Cobra because he's going to uh, get ready for the European Tour, maybe. Or the DP World Tour ending. Well, let's see. Yeah. They're, so they're in. South Africa in two weeks. Oh, okay. South Africa in two weeks uh, at Gary Player Country Club. And then they go to the okay. DP uh, World Tour Championship in Dubai on November 17th to the 25th. So that's right before that's the, Thanksgiving, that's the weekend we're in Houston. That's the weekend. That's right before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And, and then do they, do they have Thanksgiving break and then play the following weekend or what? They play, they they play in South right? Africa right after that. Their new season starts. And so they, that's the last. So yeah. that's the road to Dubai. That last tournament in uh-huh. November. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Who's winning that? Rory. Rory's ahead of the road to Dubai. I would assume, right? Rory, I think Rory, I saw that. Yeah, Rory. Rory is in the lead, but uh, I, you know, I think Will Zalatoris was was in the lead for a while, but I don't think he's he's able to play yet. Uh, they he's did. Done. He gonna shut it down. I think he shut it down. Uh, they did play the Majorca Classic in Majorca, Spain, the week before, and Yannick Paul, the German. Wins uh, by one shot over Paul Waring and Nikolai yeah. von Dellinghausen, another Belgian golfer. Yeah. Our man Ryan Fox uh, played well again, tied fourth. And uh, let's see, Nikolai Hoygaard uh, tied 16th. Again, not a not a great field. Rasmus Hoygaard yeah. tied 30th. Yeah. Um, not a lot. Gavin of- Green tied 11. Richie Ramsey tied 16th. Uh, Andy Sullivan was tied 16th as well. And the Hogarth is 16th and one was tied for 30th. You're right. And Jazz Judge Conagon, he was tied for sixth at I, 12 I left, under. I left that one for you. Yeah, yeah, Jazz Conagon. Yeah, he's he is, he's a he's a blast on the path. He hasn't been playing that much lately. Nope. And let's see. We got the and the DP World Tour. Rat, Rory's number one. Uh, who's number two? Rory's number one. Ryan Fox is number two. He's in striking distance. Matt 
Matthew Fitzpatrick is in striking distance. Victor Hovland's four. Will Zalatoris is five. Thomas Peters is six. Shane Lowry is seventh. Uh, Adrian Maronk eighth. Jordan Smith nine. Wow. Uh, Thurston Lawrence must be a South African. Ten. He's number ten. And John Rahm's number twelve. Tommy Fleetwood's number thirteen. So that's how that ro- that's working. So we missed. It looks like Rory's ahead by about nine hundred points, eight hundred some odd points. So. I, I think Rory's going to win, and he'll I he'll do so. the Henrik Stenson yeah. double, winning winning the DP That's, Tour and the PGA Tour. Tour champion, yeah. That's uh, what he needs another big check in his hand pocket. Yeah. Better Rory than some of the others. Uh, yeah, the, better Rory. The Champions Tour didn't play this week, but they did uh, play the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. Oh. They played at the Country Club of Virginia. Uh, I was going to say your James River Course. James <laughs> River Course, Virginia. They uh, maybe they allow you and me at that course now, but they sure as hell didn't when I went to high school in Richmond, Virginia. That was not a course for the likes of us. Yeah, well, they let KJ Choi in, so that must be a good thing. Hey, stay, Stacy. While, while while we're on the subject of places that don't let me or you in, uh, the the rise of anti-Semitism in this world. I, I mean, I don't get any racism, you know. That but, fucking but, Kanye West. I could. They I, should castrate him. I, I don't get it. And then, you know, at the Florida, Florida, Georgia game, there were all these like banners up supporting Kanye West and they had to take him down. And what? And then that Kyrie know? Irving, you see what he said? Kyrie Irving I was mean, supporting a, a, an anti Semitic uh, movie or something. Yeah. I, you know, what is I got, going on? I got it. You know, look, look, people, no, nobody listening to this podcast is anti-Semitic or racist, but do you know what the difference is in DNA between, you know, a Caucasian person, a Jewish person, a black person, an Asian person? It's minuscule. It's nothing. It's, yeah. it's, I, it's, crazy. I agree. It's, I agree. I don't understand. It. It's crazy. And, you know, the, the far right whack jobs, you know, the KKK people of the world, you know, as a Jewish person, you know, and as, you know, and as, as, a, as a black person, we've known the crazy comes from there. We, we know yeah. that the, the, the anti-Semitic, you know, stuff coming from the far left and then these like fringe wackos like Kanye West. I, it just I, it, it makes no sense. I makes, mean, I have no room for that. That I have no tolerance for any of that stuff in life. You know, let people be free, be who they are. And this whack job that went into uh, Nancy Pelosi's house and oh tried to. God. I mean, you know, I was listening to some Fox News today, yes, over the weekend, and this one guy made justification for why it was okay. I was like, "Are you kidding me? That's not okay." He goes, "Like people get hit with hammers in the in the head with hammers all the time." I go, "Well, uh, Rich, you know, you've been the how many people during your lifetime of surgery have you seen hit with a hammer coming to the the I, I covered, ER? I covered I covered emergency rooms, level one trauma centers from." 1992 until 2005 and i can honestly say i've seen one hate crime one it was in it was in england it was in england where this guy got killed he was walking with his buddy just like you and i might do they weren't holding hands they weren't even they weren't even homosexual but some some idiot british guy thought they were gay and attacked them and, and, and and killed this guy and it was, yeah. a, it was it wasn't a hammer it was a baseball bat that's i've seen yeah. one i've seen one hate crime in my freaking life and it was in england of all places and, and there's no reason for that that you know you don't it, it, there's no reason i mean all these people should say it's wrong it's the wrong thing to do you're not you, you politics is not that important it's 
to take someone's life, to really damage someone. The guy's 82 years old. They're like, he's going to make a good recovery. Rich, you know, at 82 years old, getting cracked in the head, a skull fracture, there's no recovery for an old guy like that, right? There's, there's no recovery. Uh, you know, they're never the same. But it was, never it was no same. better. It was no better. Remember the guy, the Democrat, came to the Republican softball practice and and, and shot, shot up the place. Shot up. Yeah. I, I mean, Ridiculous. look, guys, politics isn't that important. Okay, it's not that important. You know, I nobody, agree. Nobody, it's not that important. Nobody deserves. Nobody short of Hitler deserves to be to be hurt for their or their spouse's political views. It's craziness. But yep, anyway, I agree. Anyway, totally agree. Anyway. Uh, let's finish up. Stephen Alker wins the Champions Tournament in at the Country Club of Virginia uh, last week over KJ Choi, Doug Barron, Patty Harrington, Jerry Kelly, Ernie Els, and Brian Gay. And I think Stephen Alker is going to win the Charles Schwab Cup, someone wow. other than Bernard Langer. Uh, yeah. But Patty wow. Harrington's got to be close. Patty Harrington and Steve Stricker are basically in every tournament they play in. They really are, but man. They, they, they just, really turn this tour around. They just don't play all the time. You know, because yeah, they play, they yeah. still play occasionally on the PGA tour. So, yeah, I mean, um, if Phil, if Phil would have been playing, that would have been a good tour to have those three out there, right? It would have been a really good tour. All right. But so before before we go, before we go today, what we're going to do is, well, first I'm going to do the Ryder Cup standings, and okay. and then we will uh, uh, each give our Player of the Year, our Rookie of the Year, yep. and our Comeback Player of the Year from last year. And then we're going to do our. Uh, Are we going to do a? Oh, I, I'm not. Let's do the player of the year and the comeback player of the year next okay. because I'm not ready for that. I'm only ready for the rookie and the top five. My top five for the tour championship. Okay, for next year. You want to do top for five, or, or you want to do twenty? You want to do twenty-six to thirty, or you want to do one to five? You said we we're going to do one to five because okay, we'll you said one, it's easier. We'll do one to five. Okay, so the Ryder Cup standings. Uh, now Scotty Scheffler remains number one. Will Zalatoris, two. Justin Thomas, three. Cameron Young, four. Dustin Johnson is five, but of course he's not going to be eligible. Colin Morikawa, six. And we'll, we'll say Kevin Kisner, although he's seventh, is really practically sixth uh, for the U.S. team. Then you have Keegan Bradley, Xander Shoffley, and Patrick Cantlay, Harold Varner, Ryan Harmon, Chris Kirk, and Denny McCarthy, uh, with Harold Varner also on the live tour. Those would be, the, those would be up through 12. Then after Taylor Gooch, who again, not eligible, you get Max Homa, Brendan Steele, Jordan Spieth, Tom Hoagie, Gary Woodland, uh, not eligible, Kevin Na, Joel Damon, uh, Sam Burns, Cameron Champ. Uh, and that after that, probably doesn't matter. On the well, I'm going to make a prediction. What's that? Rich. I, I'm making a prediction that Keegan Bradley is going to make the game. Oh. I mean, if I had to choose Keegan Bradley over uh, the, you know, anybody else, I think he's got a chance with the win already and going into the season hot. I think it'll be good. I think Keegan would need some guys to be injured or not or have bad years, but I'd like to see Keegan there. I think he loves playing on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah. On the European side, it's interesting. The World Cup, the World Point team and the European Point team, the top four are exactly the same. It's John Rahm, Shane Lowry, Rory McElroy, and Robert McIntyre. And then interestingly, number five, because he won that tournament, not is not eligible Adrian Atagway, uh, the Spaniard. And then Danny Willett and Guido Migliosi uh, round out the top you know, six. Wow. Uh, and then you have Sep, Sep Straka, and this will not include Seamus Powers win. Uh, uh, you have uh, Sep Straka, Rasmus Hoygaard, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Yannick Paul, Alex Noren, and Victor Hovland, uh, followed by Colin Schwinken, Thomas Dietrich, who will move up, Tommy Fleetwood, 
Terrell Hatton, uh, and uh, uh, I think it's Johannes Lagergren, uh, Matthew Pavan, Victor Perez. Uh, and Let Jordan, me ask you this, Rich. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Jordan Smith, you said? Jordan Smith uh, is after that, and Aaron Rye goes after Jordan Smith. Let me ask you this. If it came down, if you're Luke Donald and one of the Rasmus makes it, do you add Nikolai as a, as a, a captain's pick just so you can put him out there because they probably play so well together, they know each other's game so well? Do you, would, you, would, you put, would you make that move if you're the captain? If, you came, if it came down pushing. Only, it came down to the end. Only, only if he would have made it on captain's points or was like thirteenth or fourteenth. You know, Eduardo okay. and Ed, Eduardo and Francesco Molinari played very well together, but they both, you know, were deserving of the team. You don't take someone who's twentieth. Yeah. Oh, the other thing yeah. we were going to do. Did you did you prepare? We were going to pick our our most likely to join live. Uh, oh. Did you do? Why that don't we one? do that? Ne- why don't we do that next week? We do the player of the year. The um. The comeback player of the year and the most likely to join live. That would be that could be next week. Okay, so then in that, okay case, doing that? in that case, we're going to finish up today with rookie of the year. Uh, why don't you give your rookie of the year? Okay, I had a long list. Uh, ben Griffin was on my list. Tyler Taylor Montgomery, Austin Eckhart, Harry Hall, Matthew Schmid, but I chose Thomas Dietrich. I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. Uh, I think I think that's a good pick. It's a little it's 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 a little unfair. It's a little like uh, it's a little like uh, you know Ichiro being rookie of the year in the major leagues, uh, yeah. Because you know because uh, you know he's already an established uh, an established star. But that's uh, true. He's I mean he's had a we follow him a lot because we follow like Rich said we're golf nerds. We follow him on the PG on the. Uh, DP tour. He's a great, he's been a good player in Europe for a long time. So you're right. It's kind of unfair, right? It's a little unfair, but no, it's still a good pick. Uh, I, I looked at those. I looked at a lot of the same guys. Um, I think, I think Austin Eckroat. Austin Eckroat's a, yeah. a good golfer. He's 23, went to Oklahoma state. Uh, See what I wrote down. All America, uh, one of the one the uh, on a on a Walker Cup team in 2021. Finished third in his qualifying class. Uh, three top tens, uh, multiple top twenties. Earned his PGA Tour card. Um, I think the Oklahoma State guys are very well prepared for the PGA Tour. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick uh, Austin Ekro. I I, I I think that's a great. I think that's a great. Uh, I think that's a fantastic. Between those two, it's gonna it's gonna come down to those two. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. But I think we're gonna be right. The other guy, I don't know. But but Ben Griffin did great today. I mean, he was up there high. So he he and Thomas Beach are leading right now. I think Ben Griffin is is a Tar Heel. It, that's right. He's at the University of North Carolina. His great grandfather, Benjamin Cowan Shields, pitched for the Yankees. And injured a oh, lung, really? injured a lung taking a liner from Babe Ruth off his chest. His wow. lung became infected, and he didn't pitch again for five years. Wow! He Isn't, took it from the Babe, huh? Took one from the Babe. And the Babe probably was drunk the night before. He probably had a bunch of pints. I'm probably, sure he, he probably was. <laughs> um, so, so those are our, those are our picks for for rookie of the year. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna now. Give our five top players, you know, the guys we think are going to be in the in the tour championship next year. 
Uh, you want to start with your number one, who you think is going to lead the FedEx Cup uh, going into the Tour Championship next year? I'm going to take a chance on this. is a big one. I, I mean, I thought about this. I'm going to say Tom Kim. I think he's going to be leading going into it. I just like his game. I like what he's all about. And he's going to play a lot. And he's going to play a lot, yeah. So, so he's my number one. I actually, I have Tom Kim as my number five. So I, okay. I have him in my top five as well. I have Justin Thomas. I, I think that that Justin Thomas, uh, you know, just like Rory, is going to be very motivated. He won a major yep. this year, but other than the major, really didn't have his best year other than winning the major. So I'm going to pick Justin Thomas. I think he's going to have a good year. My number two, I had Justin Thomas for my number two. Okay. I had John Rahm as my number two. I think John Rahm's yeah. game is is heading back into, you know, rounding back into form. And another guy who's kind of embarrassed what a bad year he had for him and wants to get back to number one in the world. So I pick John Rahm number two. And okay. I think he's got another major in him for next year. Or maybe the, or maybe the oh. players. Uh, okay. So that's good. My number three, I chose... Uh, Matt Toma. Max Toma's a good pick. So my number three is 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 you know as long as he doesn't go to live, I have picked Xander Shoffley. He's just so consistent. Uh, and Xander's another guy. You know, I think I think he may have a major in him sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's a good one. Your number three was uh, Xander Shoffley. Okay, I'm just making notes. My number oh my number two my number four I chose Rory for my number four. Well, I mean, Rory's going to play well. There's, there's no, you know, there's no doubt about it. I picked uh, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, not, not okay. playing great right now, but no. you, know, you know he'll come around. Yeah. And for my number, my fifth one, I chose Xander Schauffele. And I have Tom Kim. And you have Tom Kim. Okay, cool. Okay, so we're going to do uh, six weeks of five or. Five. Now we we'll need to do the second five, right? Number next week, six through ten, six through eleven. Yep. Next week we'll do we'll do we'll do our next five, and I'll try next to five. I'll try okay. to find. Let me look one more time to see if you responded back to me. Nope. So we'll try to find we'll try to find uh, Bill Dubinsky and figure out why. Yeah, let's a find golf tournament in uh, Bermuda. I'm going to take us out yeah, they today. Must one. I'm going to take us out today. I was playing. You know, I play tennis every every Sunday, and usually I think about things like football and golf and. I used to, I used to, as I was playing tennis, focus on like who I thought the top 50 players in the world were, but it's so messed up with live that I don't do that anymore. So I spent the, my entire, uh, uh, hour and 15 minutes trying to remember the lyrics to one of my, one of my favorite Steely Dan songs, uh, oh. uh, Kid Charlemagne, you, you know, the song oh, Kid Charlemagne, song. Kid Charlemagne yeah. was actually written about a guy, I think his name was Oswald something. He was a sound guy. If you listen to the lyrics, he was a sound guy for the Grateful Dead who wow. um, uh, used to, uh, as a side hustle, uh, he, he cooked heroin. Wow. He was a drug dealer. And, wow. And uh, was like a prominent drug dealer in, in San Francisco until, or no, it was LSD, sorry, it was LSD. You know, it was in the LSD age in the 60s and early 70s until cocaine took over. And if you listen, I, you know, uh, to the lyrics of the song, there was a lyric in, in the song Kid Charlemagne that goes, goes, you are obsolete. Look at all the white men on the street. And I never knew what that meant. But white wow. men are people selling cocaine because cocaine huh, was easier and less 
dangerous than LSD. And so you wow. know, uh, LSD was marginalized for cocaine and eventually he was, he was arrested. Uh, the cops got onto him and he tried to escape in the car, but the car ran out of gas, which is the kind of the famous line at the end of the car of, of the song, is there gas in the car? Yes, there's gas in the car. He, he got caught because he was trying to outrun the police, but his car ran out Please, of gas. Didn't, didn't have any gas. Wow. Didn't have any gas in the car. So I, I spent my entire time playing tennis trying to remember all the lyrics to Kid Charlemagne. So that's what I'm going to take us wow. out of. Wow. Kid here's, Charlemagne. Here's another one. Do you know what, what Steely Dan was named after? No. Steely Dan is a dildo. It's a kind of dildo. Seriously? It's a Steely dildo. Dan. Steely Dan. That's an interesting name for it, huh? It's Steely Dan. All right. Well, here's Kid wow. Charlemagne, and we will be back with you next week. To discuss we'll see a, you next week, everyone. A better right. tournament at Mayakoba than the the, yeah. than the Bermuda one. I'm gonna go go away and have some pulled pork in North Carolina pulled pork with a little coleslaw in the bun. Thank you.